This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this young man on. I'm just getting to know him a little bit now. His name is A.J. Wilms. He is a correspondent from CampusReform.org, a website I go to every day. Uh, A.J., good to see you. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you, Joe? I, I agree with you. You are fantastic. So uh, we got to know each other a little bit. We're both in Texas, which is kind of cool. Uh, Texas, being a, a red state, generally speaking, uh, is uh, is the right place to be. About 1,000 people come to Texas every day. Are you from here? Is this where your home base? Yeah, originally actually from California. I'm one of those bad ones who moved here. But I'm not voting blue. Don't worry. I've got so much flack for that. Well, I argue about that every day. Why come here and vote the same way that you voted that ruined the place that you're leaving because it's ruined? Yeah. So I'm glad that you've got your head on straight. I've checked out a couple of your videos. Very, very good. He's got his own website. It's uh, ajwilms.info, and it's W-I-L-L-M-S is his last name. Go check him out there. You also have a big presence on TikTok. And I wanted to talk to you about this because, as I mentioned earlier, on a whim, my video editor actually dared me to start a, a TikTok. So I did. And I said, nobody's going to watch my videos. Millions of views. And it just went nuts. But they kept on taking down my videos for guidelines violations. Um, one video where I made fun of Joe Biden and something that he said in a speech, they said I was bullying him. I'm not sure you can bully the, the president of the United States. <laughs> um, and then I, I posted something about Leah Thomas and, and about how it's really a man and shouldn't be in the, in the girls' locker room and everything else. They took that mm-hmm. down. I'm transphobic. So uh, how are you finding TikTok? I, I had to leave. The, the ultimate, my leaving was, as I told you earlier, because members of Congress that I trust said it truly is a Trojan horse. The CCP in China can get all your information because the business is based in China. That's sort of the rule. So how are you finding it? Yeah, well, I, I guess how many TikToks, TikTok accounts I've had because I've been banned so many times. <laughs> guess what? Guess what number I'm at right now? I have no idea. Ten? Who knows? Twenty-eight. Oh, I'm wow. at my twenty-eighth account, and uh, like you, uh, you were telling me before, you were very popular on TikTok. Yeah. It sounded hundreds of thousands of followers, millions of views. I yeah. myself too, upwards of twenty-five million views, tens nice. of thousands of followers, and that's over the span of twenty-eight accounts, and they keep banning, banning, banning. That's what I like to consider the U.S. influence side. Uh, China is not as sensitive as the U.S. is, but they have a lot of U.S. employees in the HR department who are banning everything. And then on the Chinese side of TikTok, you do have all the data mining components. So you kind of get the worst of both worlds uh, with TikTok there. Well, are you finding that that taking advantage of it is helpful? And here's why I ask. I, you know going in, they're going to steal all your information. And it's not just through TikTok. They will, anything that's on your phone, they just think that they have fair game. Any keystroke, any call you make, and China can have access to that. So going in, you know that. So what's the benefit to you to stay on there? You think that spreading the message is that important? Yeah, well, TikTok, the way that they have their their algorithm figured out is quite amazing that it can go out to so many millions of people. And, and, you know, it's beginning to be altered, I think, a little bit. But previously on TikTok, if you made entertaining content, 
it would go viral. That's yeah. why being a conservative was so easy on TikTok, because if you said something true, uh, you know, if you said uh, Leah Thompson is a man, that's something that everyone kind of knows. Yeah. So that would go viral because people are going to watch it and they're going to like it and they're going to share it. And there was no real discrimination going on with the, the algorithm, unlike with Facebook and Instagram. Right. Uh, but as I said, that kind of U.S. influence is kind of imposing itself on TikTok and it's creating this wokeness in the algorithm that you know, I don't really make TikToks that much anymore, but when I do, uh, they're not going nearly as viral as they used to. Is it a good thing, AJ, do you think that um, that YouTube with shorts is trying to take them on and reels from Instagram trying to take them on? Everybody's doing short form video now over on Getter, where I've got a big following. They're doing mm. Visions, which is taking on TikTok. TikTok obviously tapped into something short, um, to the point videos, funny videos, viral yeah. videos. But again, the Chinese component scares a lot of people. Is it a good thing that these other sites, do you think, are taking on the same sort of short form? I think yes and no. I, I, I'm really not a fan, obviously. I don't think you are uh, as well of Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. I mean, these right. mega companies in the U.S., big tech, I think they're just as bad as as China. They're mining our data and using it for nefarious purposes in the same way China might be, uh, just in a, a different kind of way. Uh, however, places like uh, Gab, Parler, these kind of alternative tech websites, Odyssey is a great one as well. I really do support these um, websites and platforms trying to kind of imitate or copy or bring free speech, really, a free speech element over to what TikTok is creating or right. Instagram or Facebook, right? Well, it's a very good point. Uh, TikTok grabs you and keeps you and locks you in because mm-hmm. they really do let everybody see your stuff. They'll ban me later or, or cancel me later or, or take it down for guidelines violations or whatever. But when you put it up there, it's going to be seen by a ton of people and the others yeah. haven't figured that out yet. I'll put something up on Instagram and if I get 10,000 views, that is monumental. On on, uh, on TikTok, it was easy to get 100,000. Oh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's a game that they're all playing. Hopefully these others that you mentioned that, that I mentioned, <laughs> I like Getter, I like Truth, I like these other ones as well. Hopefully they'll catch up and figure out how to get more information out to more people. All right. Uh, AJWilms.info. That's his website. He's a correspondent here in Texas for campusreform.org. Let's get into the stories. Pro-abortion sure. leftists erupt at Students for Life of America Fall 2022 tour kickoff event. Fill me in. Okay. So there was a organization. It's a pro-life organization. And what they're doing, it's currently ongoing. It's a fall 2022 speaking tour. And what they're doing is they're raising awareness for the pro-life position. They're doing great things. The leader is uh, Kristen Hawkins. And she was speaking at uh, Ohio State University. And a mob of leftist pro-abortionists descended and started just heckling her, yelling at her, harassing her, Basically, zero security, because, of course, you know, you don't get security provided for you for free. The burden falls on the speaker, which is a little backwards when you have these leftists attacking you. But this was a giant swarm of leftists. I mean, a biblical proportion. I mean, I'm sure you've read Exodus, the swarm of locusts that came on Egypt. That (laughs) was like the pro-abortionists swarming on these pro-life groups as it often happens. You're a young happening dude. You go to college. Uh, people in your peer group, you, you got to tell me, what do they say about stuff like this? Because the, the pro-abortion people think that abortion is a right. So they're saying mm-hmm. that they believe the Constitution somehow grants them the right and they want that done for them. The person yeah. speaking has a, a God-given, unalienable right to free speech. Why, why don't they see the hypocrisy here? Well, and... and- you're speaking about like how they find that they have a right to kill their baby. And it's really sick because in this they, story, they, they don't, but go ahead. Yeah. 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 And they absolutely don't. And they think that they do. It is quite sick. And it gets to the point where they even acknowledge it's a baby. One of the students, students, for example, yelled out, Oh, the baby can't feel pain. Another one said, Oh, not the baby in a mocking voice. And then one woman, this is three separate occasions. The other woman said, 
don't have sex with me because I would kill your children. That's an actual quote there. Come on, man. That's what these people are thinking. So They're not nuts. only is it like, oh, I, I want abortion rights, but it's just a clump of cells. It is now, I want abortion rights, and this is a child inside of me. It's your child, and I'm going to kill it. It's uh, AJ Wilms. Uh, make sure you go check out everything he does at campusreform.org. I saw a viral video yesterday. I think I saw it on Twitter, which was interesting, where there's this young lady who is a pro-life person, and people are screaming F-word. They're mm-hmm. profane. They're yelling. And one girl says, wow, you're really pretty. I hope you get raped. I, again, AJ, I don't, I don't get it. Uh, she has the right to say that it's offensive, it's disgusting. Um, uh, but the girl who's just standing there with a sign saying, "Hey, all lives matter" or right. whatever, she's the one being attacked, and the left thinks they're in the right. How is it that people who are on that side, especially in your age group, think mm-hmm. they have the moral high ground when that's a tactic they use? I, I'm not sure, and I actually had a similar experience to this just yesterday. I went to a Charlie Kirk event. It was at the University of Texas at Austin. I drove all the way into Austin to watch him, and at the very beginning of the the speech he gave, uh, he was talking about college, and some leftist jumps up and starts yelling at him, swearing at him, saying all this profanity, is flipping him off, walks wow. out the back, apparently got arrested later. But it's crazy because at all of these Turning Point USA events, they say at the end, if you disagree, come to the front of the line and we can have a discussion. And Charlie was having discussions with people. It wasn't just ask your question, now go back and I'll answer right. it. There right. was back and forth, sometimes for like five minutes on vaccines, on uh, on a variety of topics. So that guy could have had a discussion. He could have shared his opinion, but he just wanted to heckle and shout profanity at, at Charlie. Well, well, how do they think that's effective, I guess? You're, again, you're a young man and you're not very impressionable. You're locked into your b- beliefs, which is great. But there are people of your age range, even my age range, who are still pretty mm-hmm. impressionable. When somebody yells and screams, I hope you get raped, how is that going to bring me to your side? I, I don't know what is going on in these people's minds. It must just be like a release valve type of thing. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm somewhat, um, you know, I, I hate to say this, but somewhat sympathetic and see some of these college kids as victims because you have to keep in mind that, like, the education system from K through 12 and especially universities is so broken. And a lot of these young people have just been brainwashed their entire lives and, and then, like, accelerating that in universities and I hope, you know, it's kind of like the, the average socialist wants socialism until they get a job. I, I wonder, right. once you get out of university and, like, get a job, are you going to, like, grow up a little bit and understand, like, that's not an appropriate thing to say? Right. Life is more than just, you know, yelling something to release your anger. I, I don't know why they do that, but I, I have some, I, I think it has something to do with the fact that they just are so stuck in their echo chambers in college. Yeah, I think you're probably right. And they're being indoctrinated and nobody's giving them mm-hmm. the other side until they get out, as you said. Then hopefully yeah. they'll wake up. It's uh, AJ Wilms from campusreform.org. Um, masks reinstated for university libraries after professors voiced opposition to previously lifted mandate. Masks don't work. They shouldn't be mandated anywhere. Yet mm-hmm. some <laughs> higher education, the smartest people on the planet, still want you to wear <laughs> one. Fill me in. Yeah, so this was at Rutgers University in New Jersey, and uh, you know the, the article says that the uh, mask mandate was lifted. It was lifted for like a week, and that was all it was lifted for before wow. the professors were complaining. There was one professor in particular that said, this is outrageous, we can't have this, bring back the mask mandate. So now the professors are allowed to force their students to wear masks if they want, and it's crazy. You know, I, I have a personal story about this. At my previous university, um, they had a mask mandate, and everyone had to wear it. No professors had any discretion and whether the class word or not. And I remember I just didn't wear my mask. And I got in so much trouble. Dean of students was getting mad at me, threatened to kick me out of the school. Professors got mad at me. But there was one class where the professor took his off as well. And the students took theirs off as well. And for the entire semester, none of us wore masks at all. And no one told, no one snitched out or anything. Everyone was okay. Every single student in the class was just 
okay with not wearing masks, even the liberals. And to me, that shows that you need to be willing to stand up yes. and do what is actually right, or at least even just what's common sense, because people will follow you. So hopefully students start doing this in at this at that or that at this college yeah. and, and, you know, resisting these ridiculous and pointless uh, mandates that are being imposed on them. AJWilms.info is his website. He's a correspondent for CampusReform.org. Uh, exclusive pro-life students rallied against abortion during VP Kamala Harris's speech. I'm guessing they didn't yell that she should be raped or anything or didn't confront her on stage. How did they do this? Yeah, they didn't. And that's interesting you bring that up because I was going to talk about the, the stark contrast between the first uh, pro-life story we covered where right. a pro-life speaker was speaking, uh, Kristen Hawkins, and then the mob of pro-abortionists were yelling just disgusting, profane things at her. Well, this was a pro-life group that was protesting uh, Vice President Kamala Harris's uh, speech, and they didn't use profane language. They didn't attack anyone. They weren't saying anything hateful. They simply went there to open up dialogue and discuss their point and advocate for protecting innocent children's lives. And and again, that's how you do it. You go there, yeah. you make yourself seen or heard, you don't disrupt, you don't stop somebody else's free speech. I wonder if you have an opinion on this. You seem to be a pretty opinionated guy. Berkeley is where they started free speech, allegedly, on college campuses back in the 60s. Mm-hmm. That's now the most locked down, non-free speech campus on the planet. Do these people believe that free speech is only for speech they agree with? Is that what it is? It is. Uh, it absolutely is. And, you know, I applied to Berkeley. I got in. I refused to go there, though, because of just how liberal it is. Number one liberal school in America. And, you know, they talk about how smart they are. Oh, number one public school in America. Well, it's yeah. also the number one liberal school. I don't know if there's a connection there that maybe they didn't earn that position. Maybe it's based a little more off the politics than anything. But I certainly don't think that uh, Berkeley is the smartest school if they can't even allow freedom of speech. Like, why is it that you can't defend your own position when you're confronted on it? It's just open dialogue. What's so scary about simply stating ideas in front of each other? I don't understand that. I find that those on college campuses that have been indoctrinated, if you get them away from the crowd and just say, Mm -hmm. hey, let's talk about that topic, or you're on that side, I'm on this side, let me tell you where I am. They're very open to hearing the other side if it's ever offered. The problem is, Mm -hmm. AJ, in my belief, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, they're never offered the other side. Yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. And well, this is what the professors do. They make it so that you cannot share the other side. Now, some are good, right? Uh, Obviously, I'm making generalization. I've had professors that are open to discussion and dialogue, and I debate them all class long, every class, right? But then there's also the professors, and this is a true story with me. She said, uh, this was a history professor. She said, if you write a pro-life paper, I will fail you. If you write a pro-gun paper, I will fail you. Do not write conservative stuff. She was so insane. This is a real quote from her. I actually have her recorded saying this. She said that America is so bad to gay people and women that Iran treats gays and women better than America does. Okay, she's an idiot. And that's just She dumb. has she has two doctorates and a P and a master's degree. She was bragging about it all the time in class. I don't know how you could be so educated but so dumb. I, I mean, no I, oh, you know as well as those watching and listening know that Iran today is killing mm-hmm. women for not wearing their hijabs. They, they're they're protesting right. and they're being shot in the street. And and gay mm-hmm. people are thrown off buildings regularly yeah. in Iran. So that's just that's just somebody who's not very smart, or she's so <laughs> filled with this mass formation psychosis that she can't get away mm-hmm. with it uh, or yep. get away from it. AJWilms.info. Go check out everything he does on CampusReform.org. One last story: First Amendment event criticized as being anti-free speech by law professor fill me in well this is kind of hard to fill you in on because i don't even understand what this professor was trying to say the <laughs> university of north carolina at chapel hill held, held its annual first amendment day every year they every year they have a first amendment day where they talk about important political issues and they open up dialogue for all the students anyone can go 
But there was this professor at, uh, I believe he's a professor at George Washington University uh, named, uh, let me get this here, Jonathan Turley. Okay. okay, Mr. Turley, he publishes an article and he said that this free speech event is uh, analogous to, quote, a collection of vegans assembled to celebrate meat-based diets, which I didn't understand at all because I thought the point of discussion was like vegans and meat eaters coming together to debate their ideas, not right. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't understand the analogy at all. Is this so, the Jonathan Turley that we see on, on Fox News all the time? Like, I, there, there's a Jonathan Turley who's a law professor who's on Fox all the time. There's no way no he was against having actual free speech. It's very strange. Yeah, I, I don't know if that would be him, but this is interesting because I, I believe this was within the uh, – this was a law professor yeah. at George Washington University, but perhaps it was someone else. But in any case, it, it's odd to see um, this professor say that this is like anti-free speech to have – open dialogue and free speech. I didn't really understand his point there. But again, this is just another example of how ludicrous academia has gotten recently. Well, it's not just academia. It's a, the, the general public as well. I posted a YouTube short mm-hmm. yesterday where I just said, hey, just to let you know, the First Amendment is not there for speech that you agree with. It's there for right. speech that you disagree with. Otherwise, why would we need the Constitution or the First <laughs> Amendment? And, and I got a few comments on it, and, and YouTube didn't show it to many people. But the few comments that I got were, uh, are you on crack? Are you high? What's wrong with you, dude? I mean, they really don't think that's what free speech means. Somebody wow. has convinced people that free speech is the antithesis of what it really was supposed to be. And I'm glad there are young voices like yours out there in college campuses fixing this. It's A.J. Wilms. Go to his website, ajwilms.info. Go check out everything he does on campusreform.org. Listen, man, great job. Appreciate you coming on. Yes, thanks for having me. All right, brother. We'll talk to you again. Back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Hi, great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. Always good to have campus reform on. Got to remind you about stamps.com. Stamps.com is a great service that you need if you're out there shipping stuff. If you're shipping stuff for the holiday season and getting geared up the holiday season, make sure that you go to the 24-7 post office that you can access from anywhere. No lines, no traffic, no hassle, right from your computer and your printer. Stamps.com is your one-stop shop for all your shipping and mailing needs. With inflation on the rise, every dollar counts. Protect your margins with major discounts on USPS and UPS rates up to 86% off. It's a stress-free solution for every small business. I want you to get a hold of them right now. Rates are changing all the time with Stamps.com's dashboard. And they've got a switch and save feature. You're going to easily compare carriers and prices and save money every single time. And if you're running an online store, they can help you out with that as well by helping you seamlessly match up with great marketplaces online. Get ahead of the holiday season right now. Stamps.com. Put in code PAGS, P-A-G-S. Get a four-week trial, free postage, free digital scale. Don't have to worry about long-term commitments or contracts. Go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the page and put in uh, code PAGS, P-A-G-S. You'll be glad you did. I think I've used all the pop culture time, Polo. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, give me one sentence. All right, so Silk Sonic have uh, tweeted out or said that they gracefully, humbly, and sexually bow out of the 2023 Grammy consideration. Okay, we got to go. See you later. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.